This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. For Thursday, I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Eric Ralph of Comstock. Eric, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, actually, we have green across the board this morning, Mark. We've got corn up a little bit, just a penny or so. Beans are nice to see some positive trade, but we're still well below the levels that we need to be. Resistance sits in the corn at $5 in the December, still $13 in the November soybeans, but we're fighting a little uphill battle here for a few days. We've got option expiration on November grains tomorrow, and then we have first notice day for November grains on Tuesday. So you're going to see some shelf lane, some erratic trade, particularly in the soybeans where the November is the first new crop contract. So that's a major player, a lot of volume in those contracts. So we've got to get past these next several days uh, before we can stabilize and maybe see some normal trade. Export sales report coming out here shortly, Eric. What are we expecting kind of to see in that report? Well, actually, I do have the report now. It's just come out here a little bit ago. Um, Expectations for corn and soybeans were both exceeded this morning. We saw 1.3 million tons of corn, 1.3 million tons of beans. Both of those are above the high end of expectations. And for the soybeans, that was a marketing year high and up 43% from the week. So there is some good news there, and that probably gave us a little boost going into the morning break. Meal and oil, bit of a surprise. A huge number on the meal exports, terrible. Uh, we actually had net sales reductions on the soybean oil. But we've seen that reflected in the meal oil spread of late as well. The, the oil has just been falling like a rock, and meal's making new multi-month highs. So some of that's got to be priced into the market. Of course, you know, exporters talk. They're... The trade is somewhat aware of what's going on at the PNW and at the Gulf. So I think some of that's already baked in and we should see some correction on that spread. But but that's definitely been the cause for that. And then with the meal as well, Eric, the United States is also benefiting from Argentina being so dry and suffering with production of that soybean meal, correct? That is correct. And actually, I've I've not heard confirmation of this, but I have heard some uh, government entities from Argentina stating that they will be out of soybeans inside of two weeks from now. So obviously, if the beans are gone, you're making no more meal. And and that explains, too, why we've seen some kind of obscure sales of meal, uh, likes of the Philippines and Indonesia uh, buying soybean meal. So uh, that does explain some of that because they could foresee that their supply from Argentina was not going to be available for the long haul. So, Eric, let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace and the livestock complex. What are we seeing there? So yesterday was a nice day in the cattle, but didn't prove anything. It just was the first good positive day across the board that we've seen in in a while. And, you know, it's amazing how quickly we've just ripped tens of dollars out of the feeder cattle and and the same uh, level of move in the live cattle when you look at a, a percentage basis. Of course, the live cattle are lower value. So you're not you're not tearing 18, 20 dollars out of the market, but you're talking 12, 14 dollars. And and so when you see a slide like that, you would expect some retracement rally. Now, it may be nothing more than a little dead cap bounce, or maybe you get a 38% retracement on this recent move lower. But the, there, there, there's reason to expect that we would see a little follow through to that positivity, at least going into the end of the week, which obviously is tomorrow. So if you get some of that short profit taking to end the week, and then we're coming up on the end of October, so you've got to get October live cattle off, October feeder cattle off, and go to the December live cattle as your front month, November feeders as your front month, and you can see some corrective trade there to start next month. And then we should stabilize a little bit and have a little better feel for what we're doing. But the cattle cattle on feed number was just horrible. And, and although the market was down leading into it, it led to serious follow through. And that's when we saw live cattle down the limit the one day. Luckily, we didn't come back and, and do that kind of thing again. But 
the, the momentum has been lost. I believe that the highs are likely in at least for quite a while here. And now it's just a matter of how much can we take back uh, to get back to some kind of a retracement level that makes sense for the cash market as well. So far, we're not quite there. And it's certainly been tough going for the cattle market. Eric, has it been any better for the hogs? It has not been, although we did see a little glimmer of hope yesterday. So the hog market has been struggling as well. You look at the front month December and you've been down, you know, 75% of the sessions for the last few weeks. Although we did make a low to start this week. That seems to be significant in that December. We are seeing a little more cash buying interest from the Packers. And then yesterday we actually had an outside day higher. So that could trigger a reversal in the hog market. Of course, follow through is the key. And if we can't sustain several days of follow through, then we don't really have much of a chance of a real rally here. But I could see the hogs putting on five, six dollars without too much effort, at least on this front end. And we still have the storyline supporting the late spring, early summer months uh, to see some real movement there as well. Once we get to these restricted supply numbers after the first of the year. And then, Eric, back to that point on cattle, in a time frame like this where we're seeing such tough times with that number taking a tumble, what kind of conversations are you having with producers right now? Well, you know, cattle futures are one thing. The cattle market is another. And I, I think sometimes people refer to the board as, or the futures as, as the cattle market, but the market has held up remarkably well on the fed cattle side. Feeder cattle had been overpriced for quite a while. You know, guys just couldn't believe what was being paid for some of these feeders. And that has led to a lack of heifer retention. So what I'm telling guys is, you know, our cash market's still pretty darn good. Uh, luckily we had several, certainly not all, but several have protection in place and and luckily had had left their top end open well now you, you've made such a tumble like you said that that protection is serving its purpose and so they're not feeling too nervous about the situation right now the problem that i have with the cattle market and what i've been warning folks about is the the funds had been massively long cattle and they've been liquidating heavily the open interest has been falling like a rock as well so they've been liquidating that long position if they decide to take a short position in the cattle which their longs have been a winner for a full year now so it's easy to think that they could if they do decide to take a short position then we could have further downside yet so we've got to be on guard although we don't want to be protecting these levels after what we've seen in recent weeks uh, we still need to be cognizant that there is lower trade possible and it could be significant. Eric Ralph with Comstock. Great information as always from Eric. How is our audience best to get in touch, Eric, with Comstock for more marketing information? Yeah, so you can find us on uh, all the social media platforms. You can check out the Comstock channel on YouTube. You can uh, visit our website at Comstock.com or you can give us a call at 712-227-1110. Eric Ralph, thank you so much for the time here today from Comstock, and appreciate the time. Have a good one. You too, Mark. Thank you. That was Eric Ralph with Comstock. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn up three even at 483 even. November soybeans up seven and a half at 12.95 and three quarters. January soybean meal down a dollar twenty at 416.20. January soybean oil up 53 cents at 52.27. Chicago wheat up five and a half at six oh one and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat up six even at seven twenty six and a half. Kansas City hard red wheat up four and a half at six fifty three and a half. March oats unchanged at four eleven and a quarter. On the Merck, December live cattle up thirty two cents at one seventy nine seventy five. November feeder cattle up five cents at two thirty eight ten. December lean hogs up forty cents at sixty seven ninety. 
and Class 3 milk down six cents at 17.49. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>